Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. Able to graft them in again. The word graft here means prick. So God is able to prick them in again, meaning to take a knife, or may I say, the piercing of a nail, or the piercing of a sword, and opening the olive root, the trunk, and sticking the branch in it, and then it'll grow. Do you understand that? The pricking. And they also, verse 23 again, If ye abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in, for God is able to prick them in again. That is the cross. It's the blood of Jesus. The covenant blood of Jesus. The trunk of the tree has been pricked by the cross. Through the spear that went into the sight of God, Jesus, and through the nails that were in his hand and in his feet. And it is through those piercing or pricks that you and I can be grafted in. Do you understand that? Okay, so if we're grafted in, we're part of that tree. And the root now bears us. So we have nothing to boast of. It's not that we're naturally born this way. We're in. But because of him. Because of Jesus. Because of Yeshua. Verse 23. Or 30, 32. For God has concluded them all, referring to Jewish people, concluded them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon all. So God concluded to the Jewish people that they were all in unbelief. Therefore, he broke them all off. And nobody is in that tree naturally anymore. All have to be grafted in. Do you understand that? Let's hear some amens. This is important recognition. So now when you are grafted into the tree, the root bears you. Now we're talking a position, a position in a kingdom. And when you have a position in a kingdom, someone is a king. Understand this. All right. The covenant with Abraham was an oath that the forthcoming children of promise should eventually develop into many nations. Notice that word. The covenant of the promise was to Abraham and to Sarah, and to Jacob, and to Isaac, and to uh, uh, Rebekah, that there will be many nations coming out of you. We'll get into that a little bit deeper. In a nation there is borders, territories, or a region of land to contain its purpose. All right? So in America right now we're having a problem with this nation. We have no border right now. Anybody can come across and come in. We're being ruined. We're being destroyed little by little. And we are ceasing to be a nation because there's no borders. So in a nation, you will have borders. Now, when you go to Israel, you'll go to these cities, like the city of Sugar Creek here would be a small, condensed city, and it would have a wall all the way around. That's the way it is over there. You have to somehow 
have permission to get into these cities. That's how it used to be, and it is still that way in more remote areas. This covenant provides space to fulfill its contents as pertains to nations. So God, when he gave this covenant with Abraham, he also gave a space that these nations can exist. And we want to look at the promise and covenant and see what we make out of this. Now we turn to Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 7. Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will show thee thine elders, and they will tell thee. In other words, it's saying to the group number three, or all of you that have just joined that group, inquire of the father, inquire from people that know. What do you think about this? What did it used to be like? What do the covenants mean? Where have they been? History in our modern books will unveil all these things. In other words, it's saying have interest in this. You see, when I go to another country or when I travel, where you travel, you make plans at the other end and then you fill in between. First of all, it's a ticket. I have the ticket, now I get the hotel. Now I start making all the plans how to get there. So many of us, I believe in this latter category, or in the, the first two categories, we don't really care as long as we get to heaven. Well, we'll get to heaven. But the details in all of God's workmanship that He wants to do in you, that He would receive glory through your life, is really not that important to so many. We are just, we want to get to heaven. God looked at this and He set the plan out and He said, that's where I want to end up at. Now I'll fill everything else in here. This is what Paul said. Paul had the same idea. Let's look at what Paul said. I press toward the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect or complete, be thus mine. Servanthood, discipleship, all these, and there's a lot of things we can get into. To love your brothers, to do good to them that hate you, all these things are naturally filled in between. Because of the end that you, that you see is accomplished for you in the promises and covenant. Now we go back again to Genesis. And we look at this word perfection. And we see what God says about this. In Genesis chapter 17 verse 1. And when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, work bef walk before me, and be thou perfect. The word perfect here, again, means somewhat same as the other one. The word perfect here means entire. Fill in all the blanks. Fill in all the blanks. You know where I want you? I want you to be the father of many nations. This is my call. Now be perfect. Fill in all the blanks as we walk down through the corridors of life. All the way from Ur and Chaldea over to Haran and down through the, where the children of Israel walked, or we call it Israel today, down through Syria and all the way down into Egypt and then over into the deserts and then back again. Stop at certain places, I will continue to talk with you. He calls this entire, he calls it perfect. Paul, 
had a zeal. His zeal was also at the end of what he saw. And it was a high price. He put it there. That was called perfection. This is called in Abraham as perfection. Now most of you that have looked at your lives that could not really worship the Lord so well this morning because you have problems in your life. Things didn't go as well in your life. You might have had a bad week and you felt like sitting this morning. I just am not so happy about God today because I feel he let me down. Perfection. Perfection. Fill in those blanks. Get over those problems. Move on. Do you hear me? Perfection. Entire. It's perfection. Completeness. Wholeness. Deal with your daily issues and leave them there. Don't drag them into eternity. Find your position. Know where you're going. You have a destiny up ahead. And your mark is there. And the anchor of your boat is heavily loaded down into the depth of that. But you'll face things in life. You need to deal with them. But move on. Deal with them. But move on. And if you look back, you're not fit for the kingdom. Because we're going forward. Do you hear me? This is part of the covenant. Now just because you might, I'm using this as an example, just because maybe you didn't feel like being in church this morning because of a struggle you had last week, doesn't take you out of the covenant. Remember, it's still been pierced. It is still the nails that did it. It is still the blood that you asked to forgive your sins. It is still the blood that you claimed on your life as a covenant. And God's not going to let you go that quick. We're in covenant. It's a beautiful picture. I look at Israel today. The people that call themselves Jews, are they Jewish because of all the perfections they've done? No, it's because of a race. For us, it's because of a grace. It's either race or it's grace. God has prepared something for us under the title of grace. He's prepared something for them under the title of race. Where are we at this morning? And I will get into the depths of that quite a bit more with other messages. Let's continue reading here. <coughs> okay. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Now verse 2 it says, And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. Verse 3, And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, Verse 4, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee. Thou shalt be a father of many nations. Let's stumble at this one a little bit. Many nations. Can you know of one nation right now that are in covenant, that had a covenant with God? Can someone tell me? Israel. Where's the word many come in here? Many nations. Every time this covenant is again brought up and again recovenanted, covenanted, if I can say it right, from God, he always brings in the promise of many nations. Plural. Where are the nations and where are the many nations? 
This is what we want to uncover today. Where are the many nations? Israel is one nation. And we know that they've been broken off. So where is the nations? Are you starting to see something a little bit? Are you seeing something a little bit? Let's move on. Verse 5. Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. Now I've spoken about this subject, Abraham and Abram, the two. Abram couldn't produce only but flesh. Abraham produced for the miracle came, the difference between the two. I've spoken to you and I will not take time. You know the story. Uh, I've, I've preached about this for many years, so I will not go into that subject today. But in verse 6 it says, And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee. Again, plural, nations of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. Tell me where are the kings at? We're talking something that has been covenanted by Almighty God, the creator of the world, the creator of the universe, the one that has more power than anyone else ever and ever will have. He made a covenant to Abraham and he said, this is the way it's going to be. Is it that way? Or are we not understanding this correct? Do we have, are we void of an understanding here? And this is why it looks like a faded idea. It's not a faded idea. Verse 7. And I will establish my covenant between, look at the words, between me, thee, and thy seed. I will establish my covenant with thee. Sorry, let me back up here. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.